This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, helping podcasters get their shows off the ground, up and running, and sounding great. Professional podcast production at extremely affordable rates. Do yourself a favor if you're thinking about doing a podcast, but you don't really have a whole lot of time to manage the editing, the posting of the show, and making it sound as good as possible. Uh, go to prettyeasypodcast.com because they'll help you do it at a great rate, and it doesn't matter what your show's about. It could be a sports show, a food show, business. It could be a show about extremely rare birds. Doesn't matter. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com, and they'll help you get your show off the ground, up and running, and sounding great today. Whatever your passion is, Pretty Easy Podcast is ready to help you enjoy it even more. Everybody has a podcast these days, right? Get in on the fun and go to Pretty Easy Podcast dot com today or just email them to get started at pretty easy podcasts at gmail.com pretty easy podcast making podcasting uh well pretty easy this is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 What the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of March 31st, 2019. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. This week, more presidents are elected. The spring league kicks off. And we have some interesting financial news for the league. It's episode 62. Back to the lab. And welcome back to the show, everybody. It is the, the middle of the spring here where we are you know, experimenting with XFL rules. We're getting an influx of cash to talk about it in the league this week. It's a, and there's more hires in the front offices of, of these, of these teams and no head coaches though, no head coaches, which leads to speculation. And we have some speculation to get into this week, but Bryant, before we get into everything we have going on this week, uh, a fun show last week, fun reactions on social media at XFL show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, a fun week of bonus content as well on the Patreon. Yeah, we went through and and did a couple of bonus episodes. We did our weekly This Is Not The XFL Show, which is a lot of fun. As always, uh, Jake, we we missed you there. I had a question for you. I don't know if I should should just ask you now. Do you know any other Eminem songs other than something that's been used for wrestling? Just curious. Uh, I I do, actually, yes. Okay, go ahead. I've heard them. I I could name a couple. I'm pretty sure what Jake got... I'm pretty sure when Jake got on to the the call, the you know, the, into the studio this today, he was humming or or quoted an Eminem song. Did you not, Jake? I, I was, I believe. Uh, yeah. What ba- back to the lab was in that movie that he made. <laughs> well, not exactly, that. but back to reality. Oh, well, yes. Oh, so, okay, yeah. <laughs> Jake, fam- familiar with noted football fan, spring football fan Eminem Bryant. So we're a shocker. <laughs> Shock! It is very shocking, actually. And then we had our um, our March bonus episode voted on by you guys, by you fans. Uh, we ranked the eight XFL cities from from best to worst using different criteria, some algorithms, and and, and things like that. It was actually quite fun to to break all these cities down. Uh, so that was pretty cool. It was, I mean, it, it was, was like an M night, and it was like an M night Shyamalan movie. You know, twist. Big, big twist at the end, especially. Nobody saw that one coming. Uh, I, we're we're I, not going to spoil it, but I know I, I don't actually don't want to even think about it. I'm kind of still upset. I, I'm I'm. I can't wait for more for more of the listeners to listen to it, and then they can maybe post some theories as to why these rankings came out. And I want to read the fan theories. I, I need to understand what people think. <laughs> well, I mean, of it's, this list. it's it's just math. It, it, there's no conspiracy or there's or anything. Just math. It's never just math, Jake. If anybody, if any of our, our general patrons listen to this bonus show where we rank the cities and the results are not what you would expect. Give us your reaction, and also, even if you're not a patron, we want to know your rankings, one through eight, the best XFL cities. Uh, let us know on social media, at XFL Show, or you could call in with it, 
for XFL to hit us up on the XFL fan line. Also on uh, Facebook this week, had a very interesting, we often get these messages where, uh, you know, people think that we're officially the the league or we are, you know, we, we've got a direct line to, I don't know, Oliver Luck or Vince McMahon. Uh, you know, we communicate with people in the league for sure, but we are not officially employees of the XFL. So to our good friend Sean Barnett on Facebook, who asked, how do I apply to be a coach? I have semi-pro experience of four seasons, coaching and playing for two seasons. I'm currently a special teams and running back coach for the back-to-back champion Houston Ducks. Don't know what league they play in, but congratulations uh, to Sean. And while we could probably guide you into to how to sign up. I believe you can go to XFL.com, can't you, Brian? If you wanted to try to be a coach or player, I, I think you could sign up right like that way or on LinkedIn, I've, I've heard. Yeah, uh, we can go over at XFL.com. I won't do that now because I'm still worried they have that soundbite that automatically plays every time you go into that <laughs> website. But uh, no, yeah, you can apply online directly there. I think they have some LinkedIn applications as well, like you said. Um you know what, Alan? I, I will say this though: we are not officially, uh, you know, associated with the league. But uh, I mean, we're, we're one of the main sources of information here. We we try to give you guys what we can. So I understand why people might uh, want to come to us and want Absolutely. To, to, to. You know, I get it. Um, but no, unfortunately, we don't have Vince McMahon on speed dial, not just yet, and or Oliver Luck. Uh, but good luck, you know. Congratulations, like you said, champ two times in a row. I mean, I I never won a championship championship two times in a row. Yeah, and I am on XFL.com now. If you click the the careers tab at the very top, you know, it takes you where you can apply to be a player. There's two categories, players and coaches and agents. So there you uh, go. You know, that that would be the best way to do it. There you go. For, so uh, we, we could guide you in the right sure. direction, but if you send us your resume, Sean, uh, we could admire it, but really uh, nothing we could do with it. Uh, we appreciate you listening and, and hitting us up on Facebook. Also, shout out to if you, I mean if you're a coach and a player too, Sean or anybody, you can send us you know highlights. We appreciate those, like the blindfolded kicker that sent us a, a clip of him kicking with his eyes covered this week, Bryant, which was really cool. Uh, yeah, Alan, we got a a video of 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 a kicker blindfolding himself and then kicking what looks to be a, a decent field goal, you know, and, and Nick D sent us this video over on our Facebook and that, that's pretty cool. I like this. We might have to retweet this and, and, and just show the skill. That's, that's impressive. I, I, I couldn't do that without a blindfold. So now what if, what if the XFL adopts something where like, if you want to kick a field goal, you know, traditional three points, but if you do it blindfolded, they'll give you five <laughs> points. So you, so you don't want to do one, two or three tiered extra points. Cause it's too gimmicky, but you're, no, you're no, suggesting, no. you're suggesting blindfold kicks for, for double. I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a gimmick. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but, but I, I would I would add an additional penalty where if you if you attempt it blindfolded and you miss it, then maybe you you know the other team gets the ball an extra ten yards back from where it was going to be spotted. Uh, maybe we could do that during the XFL All Star Game or the All Star Competition if we have one of those, Jake. I don't the know. Skills challenge. The, the cool thing, the thing I love about it is that the, the highlight reels and the, the tapes. You need these if you're a player out there. If you're thinking about trying out for the XFL, that time is coming up soon. And if you want to get noticed, you know, besides applying on XFL.com, get you know, get the tape out there on social media. That could go a long way. So I wouldn't be surprised if this blindfolded kicker. You know, could sh- he's going to have a shot at one of the tryouts. I mean, if you're doing that, you, you I mean, you show up at an XFL tryout and you could kick some regular old 50-yard field goals. Hey, man, you might earn yourself a job. So, uh, yeah, get that out on social media. Send it to us. Now, we aren't, you know, the official scouts for the league, but, you know, we'll blow that up and we'll get we'll send it out to people. We'll, we want to look at cool uh, stuff like that. So keep on sending them out at XFL Show. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I thought that was too cool, the blindfolded kicker this week and uh, the, the reactions to last week's show, which was, a, which was a very interesting conversation about XFL presidents, and we have more of those to talk about this week. We won't go crazy on the presidents, Jake, because I know you, you, you really despise talking about front office stuff and the business side of things, but I got I to gotta give you a warning this week. There's a lot of XFL business to talk about as the spring yeah, I mean, league gets underway this week really is dominated by the business side 
it's I think it's just more entertaining and easier to uh, <laughs> to speculate. But but yeah, you know, we we definitely got two coaches this week, and uh, you know, I was talking to you guys a little bit uh, off air. You know, there's definitely some things that we want to hit on. That. Ab- absolutely, and we're going to do that right now as we dive into this week's cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. New presidents hired in D.C. and Seattle will be the first part of our cover two this week. Last week, we went deep into the first president hired in Los Angeles, XFL LA, got their president. And now, XFL D.C. and XFL Seattle have their presidents. We'll start with D.C. His name, Eric Moses who will be stepping down. The the one thing all, all these new presidents have in common is that they're all stepping down from other positions, I believe. And Eric Moses is leaving a job as the senior vice president and managing director of sports entertainment and special events for DC. And he's leaving that job April 12th. He'll be taking over XFL DC April 15th. And just like uh, Heather Carrots, I'm going to say Carrots this week, Jake. Uh, he is going, Eric Moses is going to be in charge of all, all the business side of this team and, and marketing and getting sponsorships and another person with a law background, bachelor degree from UNC and a law degree from Duke, Eric Moses, Moses. And if you look at his background, what he's done in his professional career, this guy has a ton of success in securing and scoring sponsorships, uh, and getting corporate sponsors and, and partners involved it, with the uh, with the entities that he was working with, so uh, that could be good for XFL DC. Whenever you got uh, local businesses and big time businesses uh, working with you, what are your thoughts on Eric Moses in DC, Jake? Well, you know the biggest thing, and I'll echo it for the other president that we're going to be talking about uh, in a little bit here is, and you even said these people. It's not like they're out there, you know, putting resumes out. These people had big time, high profile jobs that they were successful in. And they have been lured away to a, you know, to another startup league. So to me, one of the things, you know, that it signals to me is they're being offered big bucks, you know, which once again, we know that the XFL is very serious. Uh, We're going to be talking about big bucks even later on in the show. And that these positions, you know, they're very alluring. Uh, You know, it's something that people want to have. They could have very easily, especially this would be something in the original XFL. Like if they would have, you know, I don't think there were presidents in the original XFL, were there? Unless there was just, there weren't team presidents, were there? Well, I mean, his name was Vince McMahon. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I, I'm talking about, you know, eight presidents. It would have been very easy just to say Dick Butkus is the president of the Chicago Hitmen. And in reality, he would not have to do a, a damn thing. He, he, you know, he would just be a figurehead for people to rally around. You know, these these people, they, they've got big time jobs uh, that they're going to be doing and, and they're leaving big time positions. That's for sure. Yeah. So, so is the the other guy, uh, Brian, who's coming from the MLS, just like uh, XFL LA took someone from the MLS. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, are we sure it's Eric Moses? I thought it was Mosses. I, I'm just maybe we should say Mosses. Are we going to debate all their names? Come on, there's only one S. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, in all seriousness, look, Event CC. I'm looking at them right now. Is a huge corporation in uh, Washington D.C. They run RFK Stadium. They run Nationals Park. They run the festival grounds around RFK Stadium. I mean, this is a legitimate business, and Jake, you're right. They're not just, you know, this isn't a job fair that people are going to and getting, you know, hired. They're, they're legitimate positions, and the XFL is serious about this. And it's the same thing with uh, Ryan Gustafson, uh, yes. former Seattle Sounders VP and uh, of business strategy and development. I mean, these are legitimate people that the XFL is going after, um, and, and they're and, and also with a with a background in the communities that the teams are in. Right, they're not just pulling anybody out and just trying. Hey, go into Seattle and figure it out. These are people within the cities that know how to market to those people uh, because they're a part of big corporations now. Yeah, these are people who have had success planning and organizing for sports and entertainment and generating revenue, and that's what you need to do 
if you're the XFL. We're going to talk about some more money issues a little bit later on in the show, but generating revenue, having people that could get creative and have connections is going to be huge for the league. And these are three quality hires, especially like Jake said, when you consider that they're leaving other very, very, you know, pretty sound gigs, good gigs, respected gigs, good jobs to join the XFL. And uh, Ryan Gustafson, Eric Moses joining Heatherbrook's Carrots, Karats. Man, I wish there was a sound of someone pronouncing it. I think it's Karats. I, I would almost put my money on that it's Karats. I'm, I'm actually leaning Carrots now. Either way, we've got three Presidentes in, in uh, the XFL. More to come. And, I, I mean, Brian, you said it when we, we saw these, these hires. These positions almost more important than head coaches. And I, I'm kind of leaning towards agreeing with you. I'm not I'm not just saying almost, Alan. I'm thinking they are. Like this is this is this is where the money money's gonna come from, right? These are this is how you're gonna get fans into the stadium. This is how you're gonna get people to talk about your league is with these presidents. You know, coaches are all great and, and all, but you know, in the AAF, if if um you know what what's a coach like half your coaches are leaving, first of all, right? And Mike then you have Terry. Michael, Mike Singletary is a great example. Like everybody knows the name, but no one's going to those games. And, and you know, and, and, and that's not what's bringing those people to the games. You're right. It is. If it's about the quality of the play, it's the coaches. But I think it's also about getting people to come and um, it's the quality of the play and talk about your league. And these presidents are going to play a very key role in that, if not the key role in all of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Coaches. It doesn't matter how good the quality of your play is. If nobody's there to watch it or watch it live <laughs> or watch it on TV, it doesn't matter. Yeah, what's drawing p- people to the stadiums into into the TV is going to be players and how this league is marketed uh, locally and nationally, and and how it engages with uh, fans in each market. Uh, coaches are there to win. That's what their job is. Players are there to win as well, but players attract fans and also. Ingenuity, uh, crafty sponsorships, and good business practice also attracts fans and gets fans engaged. And that's what these presidents are supposed to do. So I'd say presidents and players, Bryant, you're right. Those are the those are the people that are going to get the interest in the league. The coaches, they're, that's all about the football and all about winning. Very important, of course, when it comes to a football league. But in terms of this is a business entity and being successful. Uh, these are crucial hires. And so far I'd say three for three when you're taking people away from other, other places uh, that usually is a good sign that they are talented and coveted. Yeah, this is, this is big for the XFL and, and not like the, like you said, not like coaches aren't important. I think they're both very important, but uh, we, we, man, I feel like we can dive into this so much and talk about it a lot more. We might have to soon because this the debate between the two and the reasons why one can be better than the other. Oof. Well, the ons- I th- I definitely say at the onset of the league, the presidents are probably a more crucial position. Uh, but once you, if you know if your league is as you know old as the NFL, then obviously a coach becomes paramount because you need to win games. That's what it's all about. But right now, it's all about making sure we have a, a smart league, a well-run league, and well-run franchises. We'll see how the three presidents and the and the next five presidents do in each market. That brings us to part two of our cover two, and it'll be a real quick glimpse again at the spring league because this week it gets underway. Uh, the practicing and the XFL experimentation will begin in Austin, Texas. We will have a couple of uh, days where we get double headers and the actual games for the four-team league. And I just want to real quick give you guys kind of just the 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 – where and when and what is going on this week with the Spring League, if you will uh, bear with me here, Jake and Bryant. Uh, Saturday, April 6th, so in about in a week, we'll have our first double header, and that'll begin at 3.30 p.m. local time in Austin. So you got four teams, two days of double headers. That first double header, Saturday, April 6th. You can purchase tickets at thespringleague.com if you're in the Austin, Texas area. I believe... Uh, some of the live content, I don't know if the full games or what, are going to be broadcast on BR Live. Last I checked, I think last year they did it. And uh, you should be able to see at least some footage of what goes on in the Spring League. 
Uh, but that'll be April 6th will be the first doubleheader. The second doubleheader is a Thursday at 11 a.m. local time on uh, that's April 11th. And then it's over. So it's just two doubleheaders, but a lot of fun because you got you have the, all the all the football people from the XFL there, all, all of them going over rules, figuring out what's working, figuring out how this this rule book is going to play out. We've talked about it incessantly, and I love it. Also, scouting players. There are a ton of players that are that are going to end up in the XFL that are playing in the spring league, and also players that might even end up in the NFL. Right now, Bryant, the leading tackler in the AAF, was a spring league player last year. So there is talent at the spring league starting this week in Austin. Well, that that's just to Oliver Lux, you know, proving what he's been saying. I guess what, what even what um what Charlie Ebersol has been saying is that there is talent out there. There are plenty of football players that do not make NFL rosters that can still play this game. And the spring league is just going to highlight those players, one for the NFL and two for the XFL and maybe even the AF. Ooh, we'll talk about that. But <laughs> – uh, the spring league, you know, it, it is a great thing, and it's also, you know, the testing of of, of anything XFL is is going to be great as well. Um, but yeah, the scouting I think is the most important piece of this because the XFL could very likely, and no inside information here, unless Jake has some, uh, they might sign some players, you know, coming out of the spring league before we even get into draft season for the NFL if they like somebody enough and feel like they can offer them a contract. So this is very crucial time for the XFL right now. Um, and you're definitely going to see players in the spring league that you're going to see in 2020. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised at the XFL MVPs playing in, in one of these double headers. And, and you got Tyson Graham, the leading tackler in the AAF. He was there last year. And Jake, you've got all kinds of players that played college ball in here and even international players. I read that there's a kicker from Japan at the spring league and he's apparently as good as the blindfolded kicker. <laughs> just as good yeah i mean we had a stat a couple weeks ago where i think it was something like two-thirds of all the spring players were at least invited to a camp between the nfl and the cfl uh but i mean as for you know contracts pen being put to paper uh you know in the next week or something that it, it seems far-fetched to me i mean if there's somebody that you're gonna try to sign over one or two games, I'm pretty sure that the NFL has their eyes on them already. Yeah, there's going to be scouts from every league at the Spring League observing. And scouting's important, Brian, but I am going to say that I think still the most important thing about the Spring League is coming out of it, we're going to get the forward, the preamble, the beginnings, the makings of our XFL rule book that hopefully will be written uh, sometime by the end of the summer. Uh, again, April 6th, April 11th, the two days of doubleheaders in the spring league. You could, if you, if you're in the area, go to the springleague.com and you could get tickets to watch these games. Uh, and it's going to be at Kelly Reeves stadium in Austin, Texas. And Oh my goodness. I can't wait for some videos, hopefully on XFL social media there. They already have one little quick teaser, kind of just like a, a little montage of people getting ready for the spring league already up on their YouTube page. Uh, doesn't really reveal anything. I looked at it for some Easter eggs. I also looked at their Your Call football video, Bryant, and uh, I, I paused at certain points. I couldn't get a glimpse at anything anyone was writing down, though. Unlike other videos they've put out where they kind of showed them writing on chalkboards and whiteboards, and you could see kind of what they were planning. Uh, they were maybe a little more careful this time, but uh, the XFL is sending out these teaser videos because the planning process for the football operations is underway, and it is exciting. What We could know a whole lot more coming next week, maybe with one of those videos. Yeah, it's, you know, the games are Saturday. Um but if there's more teasers, you know, little you know, there might be some writings that we can hit pause on. I remember we did that when they had their uh, committee, um, you know, meetings in, in, in yeah, the remember? and things like the that. The reimagination <laughs> committees. We paused. We paused the video and we looked at the whiteboard and they saw a bunch of rules that they were talking about. It was cool. <laughs> well, now they're playing things pretty close to the chest, and, and I don't blame them. You know, based on what the AAF and kind of NFL have been talking about. But uh, regardless, I think we're going to see some great stuff and. Our Saturday next week is going to be pretty full with a lot of things going on, and, and this is definitely going to be one of them. Oh, yeah. Keep an eye on it. Watch it. Check out BR Live if it's going to be airing live, hopefully. Uh, just watch these games. Very cool. Um, real quick, I want to uh, – actually, a bonus cover too, Jake. Uh, 
I want to get your thoughts on Greg Schiano leaving the New England Patriots. We had some people hit us up on social media at XFL Show uh, saying, oh, well, Greg Schiano's leaving the Patriots. He must be going to the XFL to be one of the next head coaches. Uh, but Schiano, upon leaving Bill Belichick and the uh, Patriots, said, quote, this is not the result of any one event, but rather a realization that I need to spend more time on my faith and family. Uh, do you believe... Shiano is just saying that and he's going to actually join the XFL or is this uh, someone that some people have talked about as a potential XFL head coach? Is he really just a guy who's going to step away from coaching right now? I mean, I've been wrong in the past, but I, I would say don't read too much into this. No one's going, at least I don't think anyone's going to leave an NFL team, especially a franchise that uh, wins, you know, almost every year. It seems like to, to be a head coach, uh, you know, in, in a startup league. No, I, I don't expect to see him there. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we have seen disciples leave and, you know, there'll be other head coaching positions in the NFL. Uh, I I mean, that's that's not going to happen right now, but between seasons, I don't think. But, yeah, don't expect to see him in, in the XFL. Yeah, Pep Hamilton left Michigan to join the XFL, but this is the defensive coordinator well, of the New England Patriots. Yeah, this is completely different. Yeah, and, and uh, also, I mean, some serious stuff, kind of personal things he said he's going to deal with. So I don't see Greg Schiano going to the XFL at all either. How about you, Brian? There's – no, I don't see it. It's – it's you're right, Jake. No one's going to leave a defensive coordinator position for the XFL. Now, if the demand for a – for a coach in the NFL is more than what the XFL is going to require. And maybe I could see somebody stepping away, you know, not having to coach this season, waiting until 2020 to actually be on the road more so than anything. I mean, that could be a reason why he would take this one over the other one, especially if he's looking to spend more time with his family and stuff. But uh, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't read too much into this. I mean, I've been wrong as well in the past, but uh, we all thought he could possibly get a job until he took the new England job. So I think, I think that that ship has sailed. Yes, but there are four XFL head coach general manager jobs remaining, and those should be announced hopefully soon. We know there's growing concern, at least with some of our listeners, that they, they've, they're getting impatient. It's been a few weeks now, so look out for us to discuss more on that. Maybe on Patreon, I'm thinking, in the coming week, week or two, because I've got a lot to say, and... We don't have enough time on this program for me to rant and ramble. We got to keep it moving. That's your cover, too. What's up, Brainiacs? It's Long Allen Ice-T ready to tell you about this week's Brain Buster Radio. One week away from WrestleMania in New York City. That means this week a lot of planning and preparation for the Brain Buster extravaganza, the, the BBR party, the BBR watch-alongs, the Hall of Fame, Jumpin' Jacob J's punishments, and of course talking about everything going on in WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and everything. The world of wrestling is colliding in New York City and New Jersey next week, and we're getting ready for it with you this week. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. At the Brainbusters on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Junior, and Facebook. It's like being at WrestleMania every single week, except this week, WrestleMania is only a week away. Get the show on any podcast gimmick of your choice. We'll see you this week, Brainiacs. Now that brings us to this week's main topic. And anytime the league gets an influx of a close to $300 million, that's worth talking about. Yeah, even though it's not the football side, Jake, that's big business, and that means a whole lot. So let's talk about this cash that Vince McMahon checked out from the WWE in order to help out his XFL venture. It's the hot read. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! Hey, Ric Flair! Ric Flair! Pepper, flip, caliber, Motown, happy, jolly, drunk, buster, Miller, tiger, uh, he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think. We need cheese! We need you to fuck it! Hey, Seattle! Hey! 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 H
sold a whole bunch of shares in his stock in WWE worth about $270 million, money that he then put into Alpha Entertainment, which, of course, the parent company of the XFL. This is the largest sale in terms of how much money Vince McMahon's taken out of WWE in order and sold in order to have XFL cash flow. And we all know that the plan is $500 million by Vince McMahon. Uh, he said, at least the WWE uh, and his, you know, all the investors, that there's no plan to sell any more shares of stock in order to take it out and put it into the XFL. We've talked about Vince McMahon doing this before, but this is the most he's taken out thus far. Big money. Why now, Brian? Why do you think this happened right now? Well, quite a few reasons, probably. One, I think uh, the WWE is trying to show it's, 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 I'm sorry, not WWE, Vince McMahon is trying to show that he is willing to support this league with anything that is necessary at a time where maybe some other leagues are having a problem financially. Uh, Vince McMahon is showing that he is, he is committed and he is going to move forward and, and do what he can to, to make this possible. Um, it's also interesting because the, the WWE stock, we didn't take a look at it, but is way higher than it was, you know, a year ago when he did sell around, uh, you know, $100 million worth. So price-wise, it seems like it makes most sense to do it now. Um, and I don't know if the, the, the league needs the money at the moment, but I think it's good to have the money um, rather than, what is it? What is this? Is It's better to have and not need than need and not have. Always. Vince McMahon has put that, put Alpha Entertainment and the XFL in that position. Yeah, we also, we don't know the, the business plan exactly, the dates and the, you know, when, when certain financial needs and goals are supposed to be met by the XFL. So uh, it could be completely coincidental, Jake, that the XFL gets this influx of cash or Vince McMahon takes out this money from the WWE for the XFL. Uh, the same week we hear about the other spring league that's going on right now in danger of folding because they didn't start off with any money. Then they got a money man and the money man says things aren't going exactly how they planned. Uh, is that a coincidence? And when you look at what's going on with the AAF, how, how, how does it make you feel about the XFL knowing that there is a completely different financial strategy with the XFL compared to what went wrong with the Alliance? I think it makes me feel great about the new XFL. They're going to need so much capital. You know, Vince McMahon, he, he knows, the. I'm sure he dumped tons of money into the first XFL and he's putting even more into it this time. You know, it's like Brian said, it, it's always good to have extra. Plus, I don't think you're, you're just not going to get the talent. Like, you know, let's go back to the presidents. You're not going to lure these successful people away from positions that they've had without more capital in there you know it's just it, it's necessary you know that's there's no way getting around that so in case you hadn't heard football freaks the alliance of american football which is playing right now but night might not after this week uh their money man the guy who apparently gave 250 million dollars to the league after they almost couldn't pay their players after week one tom dundon this week said that the league might fold if they can't get a relationship going with the NFL and the NFLPA, they want to be the official minor league of the NFL, the, the Alliance. Tom Dundon said, if the players' union is not going to give us young players, we can't be a development league. We are looking at our options, one of which is discontinuing the league. So the AAF basically had no money to start. Then they miraculously get a, a, a big money guy to pretty much buy the league, Bryant. They had... No strategy. The XFL is a methodical, strategic financial plan. And, and it's, I mean, does it set itself apart from the AAF that much, knowing that just there is a financial plan with the XFL that seems to be working? Is that all it's going to take? Or is the XFL, some people would, after seeing the AAF this week, say, well, no spring football league's going to work because the players and, and, and the quality of the league just can't be as good as it needs to be? Or do you think it's way more than that? Is it a financial thing as well, if not more than what goes on on the field? Uh, are, are you um, 
I don't know, Alan. Are you, are you trying to get me to bash the AF? Because that's not, that's not personally what I do. I just, I, I'm more of a, uh, of course, this is what the WWE is flexing. That's what they're doing. They're flexing in front of the AF, basically saying, you don't have money. We have the money. And the timing can't be better because the Spring League is, is launching. And these players, are, they have this in the back of their mind. They're like, why am I going to sign with the XFL if the AF can't even afford to stay afloat? And I'm risking, you know, potential injury for a league that might not even be around by the end of the season. The XFL is is making a statement here saying, we have the money, we can do this, and we are not that other league. Um, there also is probably some business strategy behind it, but the but but this happened, and also the, don't 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 um, overlook the fact that this was even more money than what uh, Dundon said he would invest into the league. This is this is big for the XFL, and it, again, it's just, it's them flexing, letting them know that we are serious about this, as if the hundreds of other moves before this, haven't shown how much more serious they are about this than the AAF. Do you really think they're that confident that they would, you know, they're almost rubbing it in somebody else's face? I don't think this is rubbing it in, as like it's Brian's not... saying. But... Well, uh, that's what I'm hearing. That's what he's <laughs> Look, saying. The the XFL, first of all, the confidence of the XFL was, it should be uh, very apparent from 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 the moment Bitsing Man sat in front of that camera back, you know, in in 2018, his plan was to be serious about this, and and all these different statements, the hiring of Oliver Luck, you know, the the the, the TV deals that apparently are going to be better, and, and the money, and, and all this, the presidents, the coaches, everything that has come to this day right now, has been leading to the XFL showing how serious they are, and, and no no um, action, no. A statement from the XFL has been, "Oh, are they? Oh, that's not good. That's not serious." They're they're full in. This man is 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 all in on this. Um, I mean, not all in with all of his money because he has a lot more money than twenty. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? He a is lot all in. in. A lot in. <laughs> a lot in with the XFL. Does it does it concern you that spring football this year in 2019, a year before the launch? is kind of a fiasco. It is almost a dumpster fire on the business side of things with the AAF. Does that hurt the XFL whatsoever? Uh, yeah, it does. And I'll, I'll be honest, it, it really does hurt the XFL because it leaves a bad taste in fans' mouths, right? Uh, the XFL is not in the same markets as the AAF, um, but in terms of your general football fan, they're going to see this and be like, oh, here just comes another AAF wannabe type of thing. And and that does hurt the XFL. So they have to do these moves to make it uh to make it appear they're as different as they are from the AAF. We know they're different. We know this is very different, but to the common place fan, uh Jake, they're 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 the same. And if one fails, so is the other one. Well yeah, I, I understand that, you know, if, if the AAF folds after le- after one year, you know, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. For that, at least, and, and then a couple months later, you know, there's going to be this other football product on the air. Yeah, people definitely think, you know, why do people keep keep putting these out? But I mean, you just—it seems like they're doing everything right. You know, I, I really cannot criticize them for, for for anything they've done right now. They're doing it all right, and you know, if it fails, then you know, you know, you gave it your best. The, the AAF might not make it through the end of the year, Jake. Not, not just one year. They might not finish the year. It, it could be a that, folded football league by the time we do next week's show. I mean, is, is that really accurate? That's the talk. That's the rumor. That's the innuendo. I, I don't expect it. I expect this league at least to finish this season. But they went into it needing a, a link with the NFL. The number one reason why the XFL is different from this, if you look at the business side, way better plan, and and they're not reliant on anybody like the AAF was on getting that NFL deal. But to the outside, to the fan, like Brian brought up, they just see football leagues. No one's looking at the business end like we do every week, every day. And fans just see, well, spring football last year, didn't even make it through one season why should i watch this and invest the time that that's we never thought the aaf was gonna beat 
the XFL. I don't think any of us did. We always believed more in the XFL brand, but the fact that they went out a year ahead of it and kind of flamed out is not a good not a good thing for anybody. I don't think it's a good thing for anybody who's a fan of football. Spring football especially. Yeah, no, and, and there might be a little bit of bias on that, Alan, of us thinking the XFL is going to beat the AAF, but the plan in place has always been better than the AAFs. The only advantage that the AAF had on the XFL is that they were going to launch early, right? And that apparently has been their demise. Uh, they didn't have any money. No one really asked about it. We didn't even ask that question. You know, we thought $100 million was going to be enough. Now that total is floating close to $400 million um, for the XFL. And 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 this this is, you know, this is it's going to be bad in terms of public opinion. But for people, and this is where the presidents are going to come in, to get those fans, um, you know, actively, you know, to get those fans actually being a part of the league, part of the team is going to be key because for the commonplace football fan, this is just another spring league that's going to go down in a year or so. And so everybody's got to, got to, got to be invested in this. And that's where those presidents are going to come in. And, and this man, like I said, almost $400 million. That's, that's commitment. That's, that's uh, a lot in, like you said, Alan. A lot. And the, the good though out of this is if the AAF does fold before the end of the year, end of their season or after their championship game is played there's a lot of players in that league i i'm pretty excited to see in the xfl because there are some decent players playing in this alliance league right now jake uh there's been some pretty good quality football played at times uh some some of it's been bad we've talked about the wide receivers on our patreon show how laughable they've been but there are decent players and it just widens the player pool if that league folds to the xfl which would bode well yeah you know of course uh there's going to be uh less opportunity for the players so from their standpoint uh not great but yeah, for other competing leagues, you're not going to have another league to compete with. So, but yeah, I mean, this this thing folding before the end of the season, I, I would, I don't think it's going to happen. No. Well, we'll we'll see about it. Uh, I don't either. But you, this with with how that league has gone this year, I would not be surprised. Uh, one thing the XFL ha- has done a great job of is really hitting all of its marks. Uh, saying what they're going to do and doing it, having a plan, being able to answer questions, simple questions like how much money are you putting into this thing and, uh, you know, how much are you paying people? And that is a been great thing for the league. So, and like, like we said, the XFL, really nothing to complain about so far in the building of this league, whereas as the AAF was getting going every week on this show, Bryant was saying, what, what the hell's going on with this thing? <laughs> yeah, and, and not trying to launch a league in like five months either. Yes, well, yes. It's, it'll be interesting to see because I, I feel like they're starting to align themselves a little bit with the AAF in terms of the calendar, right? So we have to look at AAF's 2018 versus the XFL's 2019 to compare the two and see how they're flowing. If we take Charlie Ebersol for his word, right, and say, yes, you were planning this for a year before. So if we assume that those two timelines exist, is the XFL ahead of the AAF's timeline or are they behind? Um, regardless, the money is here now, not in week two of, of the season. It is. In, but before we finish up here, Brian, the money being here now, you said we're inching around $400 million so far. Any any thoughts to maybe maybe that you know the, the spending is happening quicker or at a – a pace, uh, an unexpected pace, more money being needed than originally thought for the XFL. Do you believe that might be the case at all with, uh, you know, Vince McMahon said 500 million uh, for uh, what, the first year or two. And uh, we're here in March before a year before kickoff, just under a year. We're at 400 million. Any worry there? Uh, Not really. I think like I said, timing wise, I think this is working out pretty well for the ex for WWE and and Vince McMahon, right? The stock when he sold it back in twenty seventeen was around thirty dollars a share. You know, you know, a couple days ago when he sold it was around almost ninety dollars, if, if not over that. So it just seemed like a good time. Uh might as well get the money off the books now. And and, and I don't think I don't, 
they, look, the XFL could be spending money hand over fist, and I don't even know why or how. But I don't see a reason why they'd be spending so much money. This research, you know, can't be that much. I mean, you got to pay all these employees. But I can't believe that Heather Kratz is asking for two hundred and sixty million dollars for <laughs> for the season, right? No, and don't forget there there's a lot more money where that came from. If Vince McMahon needs it too, this is we're talking about a man who's uh, worth more than he's ever been, and he's been a billionaire for a while now. Uh, also, real quick side news here, Jake uh, Linda McMahon is leaving. Uh, the president's cabinet and will be going back to the private sector. Do you expect her to be joining up with WWE or, or the XFL? Uh, if, if it's going to be one or the other, I, I would say WWE. We'll but see. I, I, I don't think she needs to do either, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, these, these McMahons work so hard. Come on, take, a, take some time. But with the XFL starting, I wouldn't be surprised to see her uh, lend her expertise to the XFL's business side. Uh, more, more money into the league, and with the parallel league, the Bizarro League that came out of nowhere, it, it might be gone already by the time we talk of XFL on next week's show. But uh, wow, it's a, it's a, you thought that the original XFL was the cautionary tale, but here you go, you got another one just a year before kickoff in 2020. Do you think if the AAF folds, Vince McMahon will he'll fund his own thirty for thirty about the AAF <laughs> just to stick it to him? Why, why kick them when they're? I don't think anyone wants to kick them while while they're down. They tried and uh, it just didn't work. I'll tell you what: if they go, if the AAF goes after the XFL in terms of, hey, do you want to buy, you know? our players and all that stuff for your league. I guarantee you Vince McMahon is placing that football on the 25 yard line to lead off their kick, their championship game. (laughs) The ceremonial (laughs) ball placement. (laughs) All right. Well, hopefully I'm going to say, I don't want this league to fold. So hopefully they make it. And uh, hopefully I've been enjoying the games. Hopefully they do. We don't want to go down. Hopefully the XFL gets some of those players. I would, I would not mind seeing, so, especially some of those Orlando Apollos defensive players. Pretty good. All right, Brian. Before we wrap up today's uh, show, uh, real quick, give everyone an update on what's going on on Patreon because while this show is over, there's pretty much endless content there on our Patreon. There is so much. Jake, hit the hit, hit a home run this week. Uh, basically telling you what little things the expo needs to do to make sure big things happen in 2020. Uh, that article is up there for free now. Well, also, what Alan's about my, rules. yeah. What about my, my three important rules? That's the big thing on Patreon this week. Three important rules. Alan goes over there. It goes over uh, three things that we need uh, in terms of the rules for the XFL in 2020 as well. Also, you got your power rankings for the AAF. We got some betting guides and some predictions. Alan, you're getting caught up by the standing in the standings. Jake, you're right behind him, man. Um, and then of course, of course, we got some paid content over there. You got this is not the XFL show where we talk all things football. Um, and then we had our bonus episode that we talked about a little bit earlier on the show uh, for the month of March, where we break down all eight cities. So check it out. Go over there right now. Like I said, patreon.com forward slash this is the XFL show. Um, you're not going to regret it. There's a lot of free content there anyway, so you might as well check that out. Uh, and you won't miss a thing from This Is The XFL Show. Yeah, go for the free content and then stay and give to get the bonus shows, the all-encompassing not-XFL football show where we talk about all the other football. With the draft coming up, that show is about to get even more fun. And it's already wait. It already goes too long. Not that that's a bad thing, but, I mean, we're – I feel like that show could be three hours long. There's so much to talk about. Uh, but maybe with the AAF going away, that'll get shorter, Brian. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it goes away. But that's fun. The bonus shows are fun. We've got, you know, I'm thinking we might even throw a bonus bonus show up in a week or two, Brian. Because I would love to debate with you on Patreon, if you would, about presidents and coaches being the most important thing. Uh, hires in the XFL. It's a great topic we talked about today that I think we could go further into. I think we could dive deep into that and and, and go, yeah, I like the idea. I like it. I like it, Alan. I think we should sign up for that. Also, uh, don't forget, if you guys want to get a, a, a cool t-shirt, you can get that. Also, join us on this show as well. Submit your questions. There's a lot of great stuff over there, so just at least check it out. 
like I said, uh, patreon.com forward slash this is the XFL show. And Jake, I'm sure you're going to have some more articles coming up pretty soon too, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to have some more stuff uh, coming out about the XFL. You know, I definitely want to touch on on the rules that I think are going to be most important or, you know, some experiments <laughs> to, uh, to try to get eyes on there. And, you know, the I, I like the blindfold uh, five-point field goal. You know? <laughs> I, I, I do like that. That's probably going to make my short list. It's all the football talk you could handle on This Is The XFL Show's official Patreon. Give today! And that does it for another edition of This Is The XFL Show. Guys, the, the Spring League w- will be in full effect it's just getting started now, but in full effect, full swing next week. Uh, the AAF might not be around, so we might have to touch upon that. And, you know, we've been asking it for a few weeks now. Do you think we'll have a head coach next week? Do you think it's an unfair advantage that four coaches get to go to the spring league and the four who aren't announced yet don't? I don't know. Sounds like another Patreon topic for us one day, Brian. Yeah, it's sign up quickly if you want to get full advantage of being a XFL coach for 2020. With with so much going on next week, Alan, I really don't think we're going to get uh, another coach. I mean, there's we might get another president, maybe. But man, there's the, the spring league starts Thursday. That gives them three days to announce a coach. Pretty much, uh, I wouldn't hold my breath. But either way, there's a lot to talk about. There's going to be a lot going on. I mean, we might see the coaches in the stands. Maybe that's what's going to happen. We're yeah, gonna I was going to say even, anyone can, anyone can buy a ticket for the spring league. Now it, it would be a little uh, suspicious. If there was a, a high-profile former coach just in the bleachers watching the game next to you. What's John Madden doing at the Spring League? <laughs> Is that Joe Gibbs? <laughs> we went to, with some really old coaches. I don't know if those, uh, those <laughs> legends are capable. I would love to see it, though. All right, everybody. We thank you again for for subscribing to the show, listening, telling your friends. Hey, if, if someone says, "Hey, the XFL, what's all that all about?" or "How can I follow along and get hyped for it?" You know, you know to tell them that this is the place that we're doing it every single week. We've been doing it, and to stay informed, uh, to get excited, and, and talk with people who are interested in this development of this new league, this is the place to be. This is the XFL show. So we appreciate you joining us. Tell your friends, like, subscribe the show at XFL Show on all social media outlets. And of course, the podcast is available on every single platform there is. There's the YouTube channel as well if you like listening to podcasts there. And of course, you could just go to this is the XFL Show.com. And, and then the ultimate, the Patreon, which is just where every single cool thing is. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. You guys got anything left before we're out of here? I am good, man. Let's roll. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the Spring League, everybody. For Bryant and Jake, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening. What's going on, football fans? This is Bryant, and we just want to let you know, with the XFL returning in 2020, This is the XFL Show is here to guide you every step of the way. Sign up right now to receive the latest news, exclusive content, discounts on merchandise, and all the football coverage you can handle on This is the XFL Show's newsletter. Yes, go to our website, thisisthexflshow.com, check it out, sign up, and you can even win a free t-shirt. Check it out right now. Don't miss a thing from This is the XFL Show.